Hello brothers and sisters, welcome to End Time America. So quickly, um, it's just amazing how unprepared we are because of our failure in sticking with our first love. And I, you know, I never understood that phrase because you see it throughout the scripture and people preach on it, but they never preach on it in a way that guides you in the proper direction. They always preach on it like returning to Jesus Christ or uh, basically just come down and repent and go about your life again, but come to our church. And they never tell you that the first love is uh, the word of God. In order to get into the Word of God, we need to study the Word of God to get the Word of God into our souls to replace the false knowledge that we've had, that we've been filled with over the years. <clears throat> and that's the that's how all the false doctrine has entered the church is is because of our failure to know the truth. So anything that presents itself that sounds good, like love everybody, accept everybody in, and, and uh, uh, never confront anybody on sin. I mean, just love people. Just love people. And, uh, which is, it sounds good, but it's not biblical. If you see somebody in sin, if they claim to be a Christian, you need to confront them on the issue of the sin. And, uh, it's amazing to me because, like I said, I've told you before in the past that when I was a kid and I'd walk into church, the Spirit of God was so strong, the righteousness of the people was so overpowering. When you walked into a church, you felt condemned as soon as you stepped on the property. There's times when I, I didn't want to go to church because I didn't want that co condemnation. I didn't want to feel that condemnation. I didn't want to be confronted with the issues that I, the things that I was doing wrong because I didn't want to stop what I was doing. So that kept me away from church or I'd, I'd sit in the back row and try to escape as fast as I could when I was forced to go to church as a kid. And, um, but that being said, what's going on in our society is a see-all-tell-all type scenario to where every church is claiming that we've got a Savior, we, you know, God's given us a reprieve. All of it's a lie. None of it's in the Scripture. The Babylonian system that started the Vatican and the Catholic Church and the harlot was the Babylonian business system. And they have a stone that's etched with Babylonian laws. And there was a church established there where people were forced to travel from all over the, the empire to this church. And they were harvesting souls for Satan. And as God planted his seed on earth, from the very beginning it was a fight good against evil. When God's seed came... And the Bible started to take root. It was a constant conflict. It was even Adam and Eve. When Adam and Eve were in the garden, the serpent was always confront, confronting Eve. 
trying to destroy the relationship, trying to cause them to step away from God's law, to step out of his protection and provision. And we see what the results of that were. So now, as time progressed, and, and, and the church, uh, God told Adam that, look, I've got a plan, uh, because Adam was upset because he had lost that immortality in the Garden of Eden. His whole body had changed, uh, and he became a sinful mortal, and he, he just, he, he knew it, and uh, he, he was having a hard time dealing with it, and had some real tough issues. And God came to him and said, look, I've got a plan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to redeem you in seven days. But Adam failed to, re failed to understand that seven days was seven days to God. So at the end of a week when God hadn't brought him back into the garden, he, he had a real issue. And then he explained it to him. And then, you know, they went on, procreated, and, and then... Uh, the earth was populated, and Satan continued to try to drive a wedge in because he said that he's going to be higher than God. He's going to sit in the throne of God, declaring himself to be God. So he's got to destroy all the, the seeds of God here on earth, which means his word and his people. And that's been the conflict since the very beginning. It's, it's the people that have been persecuted from, uh, the, let's say, the time of the 12 tribes. If you go to the book of Enoch, read, like I told you to, go to chapters 86 on, it, this is a book that was written before the flood that Adam, or that uh, Noah carried through the flood. And um, Methuselah gave him several other books and and one of the books that they had in their hands come here get back here i'm out here at the park with my dog by the river she's getting a little too far away uh one of the books that was given to methuselah that he was charged with uh ensuring that it goes down uh through history was a book that state gave the names of every it gave the names of all the saints and the uh, and, and their what they did while they were here on earth. So you know, they, I, I I've been searching for these other books and I, I can't find them. So I figure, well, okay, the Vatican's probably got them down locked up somewhere, and probably using them to target individuals to try to destroy God's plan. And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is is. Yeah, you know, we're not going to be able to save. We're not going to. We're not going to be able to return America to what we knew 20 years ago. We're not. It's impossible. The, the military is all divided. They're being brainwashed and told that they got to protect the government, and not the Constitution. And they're questioning, questioning, and they're weeding out the ones that believe in the Constitution and the Bible, and. You know, those poor people are being confronted now with what they believe. They're being confronted with this. Think about this. They're in the military, and they're preparing to go after the people. And the people in the military right now are being confronted with, you need to reject Christ and, and uh, 
declare your allegiance to us or we need to let we need to put you out and that's exactly what's going on in the military right now they are confronting uh, those that they plan on using to suppress us and go after us with their faith in God. Nobody's talking about that, but you can look it up. They got they use different wording for it. They're just weeding out. They're trying to weed out those that are loyal to uh, the people or to the Constitution or, or believe that the people have a right to bear arms. What they're weeding out those people that believe in the Constitution, the right to bear arms, are the ones that are Christian. And the Christians are the ones that they cannot, they're not going to be able to force them to be loyal to this new communist regime that's taking place here in, Indi in, in America. And that's what's going on. And it's right in front of us and nobody's seeing it. Nobody's calling it for what it is. So I, I, I listened to a, a gentleman earlier talk about how our law enforcement is going to be confronted here real soon with their loyalty. And maybe they've already been confronted. Maybe they're already prepared. But when you hear them at the firing range, rapid firing, and everybody's online shooting, they're, they're preparing to come after us for our weapons and our guns and, and our loyalties. That's what they're preparing them for. So they may have already gone through the law enforcement system and, and tried to weed them out. But he, this gentleman said, look, uh, we're, we're, uh, he, he's with some agency and he said, look, you know, it's, it's going down and, you know, we're we keep telling you to prepare and you're not listening. And he said, we, we, we are preparing, we're, we're preparing by establishing a place where we can go into hiding not so we can save America, but so we can save our families. And that's where, that's exactly where we're at right now. Is you're being confronted with, nonchalantly, either sit on your butt, throw your money away on entertainment and selfish desires, or put all your efforts towards preparing to save your own family and your own life. And part of that Part of that, the biggest part of that, moves you back towards Scripture. And I was listening to the book of Exodus and the end of Genesis. I went through the book of Genesis yesterday. And uh, as I was listening to the Scripture, it was like, sometimes you'll be listening and God will just amplify a portion of the scripture and speak to your heart with it as if it means something else as if he's trying to tell you that this is the light at the end of the tunnel this is the, this is your salvation right here like this is what people must return to this is the thing that can save them and nobody's, nobody's even looking at it. They're all running towards guns, weapons, uh, uh, food storage. Uh, the last thing on everybody's list is study and pray. And that should be the very first thing you do. The very first thing you do. That should be at the top of your list before food, 
first aid before anything. Let me find this scripture I want to read to you. Okay. <clears throat> and this, this is very important for us now because of what we're getting ready to face. It's, it's, it's terribly important. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may provide them whether they will walk in my law or no. And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. And that's in Exodus chapter 16. Pay attention to this. And that was uh, verses 4 through 5. Now jump down to verse 13. And pay very close attention to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to emphasize the part I want you to pay attention to. And it came to pass that at even the quails came up and covered the camp. And in the morning a dew laid round about the host. And when the dew that laid was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness lay a small round thing, as small as a hoard frost on the ground. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for it is for they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, That is bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather it. Now this is it. Gather of it every man according to his eating, according to what he needs. And Omar. For every man according to the number of the persons, take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so. And now, and gathering some more, now this is important, this is the part I want you to pay attention. And the children of Israel did so, gathering some more, some less. And then they did meet it with an omer. He that gathered much, had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. He that gathered much had nothing extra, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. Moses said, Let no man leave of it till morning. Notwithstanding, they hearkened unto Moses, but some of them left of it till morning, and the bread worms and stank and Moses was wroth with them and they gathered it every morning every man according to his eating and when the sun waxed hot it melted and it came to pass that on the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread two omers for one man and all the rules of the congregation came and told Moses and he said until then this is that which the Lord has said tomorrow is the rest of the holy sabbath unto the lord bake that which ye shall bake to for today for tomorrow so the sabbath is the seventh day of the week the seventh day of the week is saturday when i was a kid 
we had the blue laws and everything was closed down on the weekends. The, all the businesses shut down the manufacturing. The men would go home and everybody would stay home Saturday. The men would mow their yards, do the yard work, work around the house. And then on Sunday we'd go to church. So, and the Bible says that on the Sabbath, let no man leave his place. Everybody stay home. Do no work. Cause none of your animals to work. If something's, if there's a problem, you can go help somebody. If, if, you, if you got an animal that's hurt, you can go take care of them. You can take care of those that need. But if there's nobody that needs anything, stay home, rest, do what, just relax around your house and meditate upon God and the wonderful things he's given you. But my point of this is we are entering a time that if you are seeking God, if you are filling yourself the old wineskin with this new wine, if you're reading the scripture every day, several hours a day, more than watch, you watch TV, and praying and seeking God's face because you know we're getting ready to enter these hard times, this is how he's going to provide for you. He's going to provide some way for you to have what you need in the morning when you wake up. Then you're going to be able to do whatever you need to do during the day, preparing for the next day, planting seeds that you may be able to harvest. He's going to give you a way, a method of being able to harvest something that will provide for your family. But to show that we are gods, we need to... We need to show reverence for the Sabbath day, the seventh day of the week. And the, 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 the old law was that the, the seventh day was the day of rest, and the first day of the week was God's. And uh, so you give him the first fruits, and that's why Sunday everybody went to church. And because of that, this country was blessed. Europe was blessed. Europe... Part, you know, Europe was part of, the, was where the tribes of Israel settled. That was where the tribe of Ephraim settled. Ephraim, they promised, would hold the gates of their enemies. Ephraim, Britain, was, controlled all the oceans and had ports in every nation of the world, controlled the gates of every nation. During World War II, there was a, 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 an agreement with America, which is, if you go talk, listen to the rabbis in Israel, they say uh, uh, Manassas is where America settled out of De Daniel chapter 7, where it talks about the, the lion had wings of an eagle and the, wings, the eagle's wings broke off and made, they were made to stand as a man. And that was the birth of America. That, that's Manassas rising for its end time duty. Manassas, it talks about being a blessing into, blessing into the world. Manassas was adopted into the tribes of Israel. Just like everybody that comes to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, regardless of your race, your color, your, your background, you're adopted in and grafted in, just as the scripture says, you're grafted in to the branch which is Jesus Christ, which makes you one of the tribes of Israel. But here in this country, there are legitimate people of Israel. That's why, these, that's why I think that this problem that we're facing globally 
when it first came out there was a I seen a, a study that said that it was it was uh, designed to attack uh, one particular blood type much more fiercely than the others and that was verified the other day I put it in the description in the one of the last podcasts and that, if you if you were to study the history, if you can find the books, because a lot of the things I studied and and reviewed and did my research on, you can't find anymore because just they're not burning books now. They're they're digitizing books, and there's a company that's that's managing all the digitized books, and they've determined that only certain people should have the right to to view particular books so they they've rewritten history books any book you look up now on history on on nations on on communism anything you on christianity on islam everything was written in the 90s and after because they needed to reprogram everybody for what they want them to believe and that's what we're facing right now is we're facing this dilemma to where if you want to know the truth they're hiding it from you. And, and you cannot find it hardly. And that's why they're, they're, they're blocking videos, they're blocking uh, information on, online, and they're limiting our freedom of speech because our, the fact that the Constitution gave us freedom of speech, no matter what issue, we had the right to voice and, and debate it. And that was the primary target of the communist which was designed to, to destroy Christianity. Com communism was designed by the Jesuits at uh, a Jesuit university, and it was called the Illuminati, the plan of the Illuminati. And it was a plan to use science to destroy religion, cr to create a religious void around the world. In which, after which, after this void was created, and they, the, the governments couldn't manage this, this disarray of people that had no faith or no reason to do what anybody told them. Then the Catholic, or the Pope, was going to step in and fill that void and once again gain global power. And that's been their purpose ever since they lost global power, ever since the serpent received the wound to his head. And Protestantism and the Bible broke free from them because they, they had outlawed Scripture and they forbid it to be translated into the English language or any other language. And if you were caught with the Bible for 500 years, you were killed instantly and the Bible was burned. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that's the history. And, and uh, matter of fact, Catholicism killed over probably over 80 million people well over 80 million people there's so many we don't know about but they have killed over 80 million people trying to get keep control over uh what they were using to gain power and that was the 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 religion keep control over religion and then they created the illuminati plan and and uh that created communism and then communism killed 80 million people and then uh, communism in China killed well over 80 million people and they're still killing people and as it spreads into each country the first thing they do is they eliminate the Christians the people that believe in God and, and independence and, and freedom and, and believe that they are answerable to God only and that the government answers to them and those are the first people they kill 
And that's why we're, that's why even in their literature, they say they're going to brainwash the, the students in the university. They're going to take these students and, and, and inject them into our businesses, our, our agencies, and our government. And once they get to the highest positions, they're going to help overthrow the country. And then once they overthrow the country or cause such a, a ruckus in the country that the revolution starts as people start to fight for their freedom and these people fight for their utopia, then they're going to use that to invade our country. And the first thing they say they're going to do when they get here is kill those people that think that they're fighting for this communist government because they, they said when they see what communism really is, and this is straight out of the mouth of somebody from the KGB, because they know that when they see what communism really is and what they destroyed their country for, they're going to be angry and they're going to try to fight against them. And they say they ain't going to mess with them. They're just going to squash them as soon as they take over. As soon as they invade, they're going to kill them. And these are the blind, what does the Bible call them? It says these are the people that claiming to be wise are fools. Claiming to be wise become fools. And that's the dilemma we're in right now in America. That's what we're fighting against. That's what we're trying to, to, to stand against. So the decision for you is, what are you going to do? Are you going to, are you going to prepare to save your family? And if you're going to prepare to try to save your family through all this, what's the first thing you're going to do? Are you going to go out and buy guns, store up on food, go find you a piece of land that you can build an underground shelter in? Is that what you're going to jump on first? Because that makes you feel good that you're physically working towards something. Which, if you're not, if, if your first step is not returning to the love of the truth, if your first step isn't getting into the Bible and seeking God's face until he gives you guidance and tells you what to do, if that's not your first step, you're going to fail. You're going to be a, a number. Because it says in, in the prophecies, if you go back to Enoch or, or Ezra, these are the books they took out of the Bible because they didn't want you to know what was going to happen. They talk about America. They talk about the end time, and they're written for the people that will be alive during the end time, and it tells them exactly what's going to happen. Ezra tells us that there's going to be many, that the churches are going to be deceived, that the majority of the different churches, the majority of churches are deceived and leading people astray, that all of our enemies are lying to us, acting like they're friends, and one day everything's going to rise up against us, and that the majority of those that claim to be Christian will be killed. And even in, in, in Second Thessalonians 2, it tells you straight up, in the new, if you go to the new translations, it's deceptive because it says those who, it talks about a restrainer, and it doesn't say restrainer. It says those who let, meaning those who are fooled and lets the enemy rise. Those that are deceived and support this, this lie that's being used to overthrow our country. Like those that believe in this virus that'll chase you out of a store if you don't wear a mask. These are the people that are going to cause and, and, and give the support to this, this communist government that's taken over from inside. These are the people that are going to give the support, who are going to let 
enslave us and throw us into concentration camps because we refuse. We're the ones standing for the last bit of our freedom, our liberty. We're standing against the evil. And the people that are fooled are supporting it by falling for every little propaganda uh, lie that it's it, like like this last couple of days. There, I didn't realize there was a shooting in like Colorado, and then but when I I, I don't watch the news anymore. I don't watch it. I don't pay any attention to it because I don't want to have my brain confused with all the bull that's coming across there. But everybody was complaining that there's white nationalism. We need to get those white people under control. We need to take the guns away from them. It's a white man, and it ends up being a, what, a Muslim or something? A foreigner? A foreign Muslim? Or at least a Muslim. But that's how they, that's how they work it. They'll, stay, they'll have these events, and, and they talk about, and what I heard Biden on there the other day talking about how uh, I was the one that forced through the gun control the last time, and it helped to decrease the gun violence. It did not have one bit of one tenth of an effect on the gun violence. It didn't do a bloody thing. It just meant that the good people didn't have the weapons they need that the Constitution promises them they're going to have to defend themselves from a tyrannical government taking their rights from them and destroying the Constitution. And if you, if you, go, if you think about history, if you're going to overtake and overthrow a nation, a city, you surround it. You cut off all their avenues of, of regress or, or escape. And in America, those avenues of escape were in the Constitution. It was a right to bear arms. It was a right to gather in, in, in groups. It was the right, uh, the freedom from uh, search and seizure, freedom from investigations that are endless investigations based on lies to control people. Every part of the Constitution, what they needed to do was they needed to chip away at all this stuff, like like they needed to disarray the Christians so they could get their people in office. So what they do? They went after the Christians and made the Christians look bad by going after Jim Baker, throwing him in jail uh, for something that they had set up. They set up, they went to somebody and asked, told them, look, you're, you're the bookkeeper. We want you to start taking money and putting it in shoeboxes and taking it home. Because we're going we're gonna to blame him for, uh, you know, slide money out or something. And that's what they did. And that, the purpose of it was to attack religions so that they couldn't, they, nobody trusted any of the religious leaders so they couldn't gather large numbers to vote to control our own country. And because Jim Baker told Ronald Reagan that he could he could gather up 50 million Christians to vote for the election. So they knew that was one of the things they needed to chip away and break up. The other thing they needed to chip away and break up was the right of the people to, and, and the attitude people had of freedom and their rights to join militias and, and, and our right, our, our legitimate legal right to gain and gather a number to throw off the government that's trying to destroy our country. So to destroy that idea, they created all kinds of operations against the militias. By making, they'd, they'd plant somebody in there and get somebody to go and, and create some act that they could put in the news and make all the militias sound like they're terrorist organizations to keep people from joining them. And then once they had it to that point, 
they put it out as a warning to the 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 unconstitutional law enforcement organizations that were created by the Catholic Church that they were going to use in the future uh, by using Hollywood to push that, uh, that famous lawman and how he took guns out the way from people in town and because they pushed that in the media it become it become a, a way to control the masses and uh, you know I'm not against police I love the police uh, I'd be their best friend but it, it just you just don't know what they believe in and what they stand for if they if that their their stance is just for following the orders of the people passing them down without any thought to the Constitution whether it's right or wrong then I, I can't I can't support that kind of person because what we're looking at is, is all the old Western movies you've seen in the past where you had the big business people that had paid off the sheriff and was trying to run off and kill the people in the town to take possession of the land that's exactly what's going on right now and the sheriffs and the police that are the, the police officers that control the towns they're either standing for the Constitution trying to protect the people or they're helping that land baron try to take everything away from the people and that's exactly what's happening in our country just on a much larger scale and yeah, every time something happens and, and then China will threaten the Democrats and tell them look we're getting ready for war against y'all y'all gotta step it up we gave you everything you need you take the right from these people and you need to take what you're saying to people you guys need to believe and uh you need to step it up and get on it. As soon as, as soon as they threaten that war, because Biden was trying, he, he slipped into a dementia again and started trying to act like a president, and everybody prevented anybody from talking to him. And the next thing you heard, they were going after guns, they were going after free guns and liberty. They, they, so they took over, they took over our, every city and state using the spread of terrorism and homeland security. That's the new headquarters in our state. And then they took over the police department by feeding them this line that Americans are dangerous and they, or there's a threat in your town you need to watch for and we give you the power to go after them and we give you every technique and every technology to go after them and uh, it doesn't matter what the Constitution says, so bam, they can violate your rights. And then they create the idea that it's not, the threat's not from the people without, it's from the people within. Now. That's what the government did a long time ago by changing their laws and, and making us all subservient to this financial system, this Babylonian business system. Made each one of us, a, 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 each one of us are a corporation that they're using to borrow money to finance the things they want to do and how they want to control our country. So they've enslaved us like that, and we have to, you can either believe that America is part of this Babylonian business system, or you can say, look, we were created by God, for God, and we were given liberty and freedom because of our faith and our beliefs and our following God's law. So if you're not going to, if you're not going to return to God's law, you don't have the right to claim God's protection. And you don't have the right to claim freedom and liberty. They know that. 
freedom, liberty comes from Jesus Christ. That's the only way you get liberty. You've got to return to your first love to claim your liberty and your freedom. But anyway, they, that's what they did was they, they chipped away at our freedoms and our liberties. They chipped away at our constitutional rights to throw off the government. They, they turned, uh, it used to be that the purpose of the military and every individual was to protect and defend the Constitution because the Constitution, the Constitution is America. I hope I didn't stop this. I hope you can still hear me. The Constitution is America. Not the government, not an individual, not a person, not a political party. The Constitution is America. The Constitution establishes three parts of the government, which the people control, and we give them the right to protect the country and to protect the Constitution. And the minute, the law says, the minute they violate the Constitution and start operating against the Constitution, they are supposed to be removed from office. That's what the law says. I don't know if anybody's trying to do it or not. I don't know. I know the military. I'm really disappointed in the military. But that's what Obama did. He, 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 he went through the military with a fine-tooth comb, removing anybody that wasn't loyal to this Babylonian plan and, this, and the Pope and this New World Order. He, he removed anybody, and, and we went through and we were watching one general after another having to leave office, getting fired. And they worked their way right down the ranks, and right now the Pentagon is full of globalists. Globalist Jesuits. It's full of them. DARPA is full of them. Implementing plans and equipment and materials and technology to suppress us and to end our lives. So, now that they've cut off all of our avenues of escape and they're trying to take our final one, if they can take our guns from us, we lose the First Amendment, we lose our liberty, we lose our freedom, and everything they do, the, the minute they take our guns from us, everything is gonna change. Everything's gonna go from, oh, we, we were trying to protect you and take care of you, and we're trying to, because you can't, you don't do the right thing, so we're going to have to make the decisions for you until they get the control they need, then it's going to change to, well, you're just a lousy individual, and we're, we're sending you to camp because you're useless, you don't do anything right, and this new world is, is led by business leaders, and the new money is going to have famous business people on it, and, uh, you know, it's just, that's how it is, and, and that's the Babylonian system. And that's it. I think it's funny because it, what, what country is that? One of those, uh, what is it? It's one of the countries that has a real strong relationship and has all the most modern stuff and buildings. They built man-made islands out in the middle of the water in the shape of the, the world. Every continent, every major country has its own little island. And the people that are going to financially take over those parts of the world. The, the person that's going to take over America, he's bought the island. There, that's going to be the headquarters, I guess, is what they plan. That, that, since it's got all the technology, all the most modern stuff, all the most modern buildings, and they've got 
police riding around on on drones like looking like motorcycles and uh they have all kinds of drone shows where they got the drones flying they create all kinds of like cartoons in the sky yeah that country it's kind of like turning it turning into a headquarters for the wealthy people that are destroying our country our world that plan on eliminating uh what, what what's the bible say it says it's going to they're going to kill one-fourth of the population here coming up. That's what the Bible says. Now, if you go to the George Guidestones, they tell you what they want to get it down to. And if you go to the uh, uh, Deagle Report, it tells you they want to lower the population by 2024 of America down to 100 million. And there's 300 million. There's 200 million Americans left. There's 100 million immigrants that's already here. That's why they thought they couldn't lose an election the last two elections. They thought they had 100 million people. All they had to do was commit voter fraud, and they'd be in office. Uh, they thought uh, that there was a there was a, a couple people here in this town. The night of the election, they rented a bed breakfast from a friend of ours. And the day of the election, when Clinton lost, they come downstairs, settled up their bill, and said, but "There's no reason for us being here." And they asked, "Well, what what were you here for?" And she. They said, well, we were here so that immediately after the election, they were going to do a forced buyout of everybody for Obama. And they were going to start moving ahead with this here uh, globalist agenda real fast. And she said, since it's over with now, we lost. Uh, what we were going to do has been, you know, thrown off. So that was the plan. And uh, so uh, they would have they would have been ahead a little bit, but. It wasn't according to God's timing. And God's timing is, well, if you know the Bible, you can just, you can, you can see that we're close, very close to the season, because if you, if you go through it and you read, uh, a multitude appears in heaven. And they're, they're saying, well, when, when are you going to go after those that killed us and, and a multitude unknown, you know, they can't be numbered. And they, there, there's going to be a lot of people that are deceived because of the numbers of people that are deceived that are still close to God, but they just couldn't hear him. That God still loves, and I believe he's going to bring them up there. there. There's a lot of them that don't even read the Bible that'll go home and they don't think about God the rest of the week. They'll go to church on Sunday, they'll repent once in a while, and they think they're a Christian and they're not. Uh, you don't have any, if you don't have discernment, understanding, wisdom, and any knowledge of what's happening, if you're one of those who claims to be a Christian running around chasing people out of stores and yelling at them for not wearing a mask, you are a member of the beast system. And those are the people, like I was saying, those are the ones that are going to cut, that are going to let, because they believe, they believe this is the right way because they've been deceived and thinking this is, this was, uh, our country wants to save us, they're protecting us, and it's still a Christian country, and, and they're doing the best. That was part of all this last election deception thing. But uh, uh, we're going to watch that if we, do, if we don't start spreading the gospel, studying the truth, and, and using wisdom and discernment, if people don't start waking up, we're going to watch those people that are deceived be the ones that are used, just like Germany, 
when they claim that uh, the Jews were monkeys, monsters, they've destroyed, they're, they're destroying us. What are they saying about us now? They're saying that those that don't wear masks are dangerous, they're, they're, they're a threat to our society, and the same scenario until they can use that propaganda and that lie to take those that are opposing this globalist agenda off the streets, and then when they take us off, there's gonna be nobody here to protect you. You're done because they're just gonna walk their way up the ranks and take, remove everybody they wanna remove until there's only a few left. And then they've already taken over, the, the way they work is they always create higher security clearances. They might, they might come in and have a high office, but then they come up with the idea, well, we need higher clearances that only a few people have to operate some of this stuff. And then all of a sudden your president's not part of it and he's controlled by this global organization that has all these high clearances and then that's just what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a beast system. It's the Antichrist. And the Antichrist is getting ready to kill us all. And uh, and then that 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 is going to bring that point in the scripture where you read about the people of the world exchanging glyphs, uh, gifts and and saying that Peace and safety. We've got peace and safety now. We've, we've removed all those that oppose us. We have control of the world. And when they think they've achieved that is when uh, sudden destruction comes. Because that's when God comes with his wrath. But uh, my point of this whole podcast is that God will protect you. He will provide for you. And he will guide you. If you seek him now, you have very little time and there's no guarantees that if you've been working on everything else and throwing God off to the side, it may, it, it may be getting too late. You've got a short period of time to where you need to break through and get to where God's speaking to your heart, but you've got to get enough of his word in your heart for him to speak with you. You need to. You need to change. You need to approach him like a little child with no preconceived ideas and study his word and get him to fill you with his word so that you can understand the truth. And then it, once you become, once he, once he builds a relationship with you, he wants, to, he wants to take care of you. He wants to help you, but you need to open that door and walk through that narrow door and that narrow door oftentimes is the size of the cover of your book bible and you, you need to slap the dust off of it and get into it because we are at the end think of it if 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 christ jesus christ comes in 2025 2024 at the earliest how much time you got to be saved that means we're in the last three and a half years of the tribulation. We're in the, the end of tribulation is that period called the time of Jacob's trouble, where the tribes of Israel are surrounded, attacked, and eliminated. And that's what we're heading into. That's why, that's why there's such a, a focused operation against whites, because they know that is the foundation of God's seed. That's the foundational color of and, and against uh, blood type A, uh, which they figured were most, most of the, what they were targeting. 
and uh, I'm just sharing you what I found and what God showed me and because I love you it's not healthy for me to do so uh, but for me not to do so would be to turn my back on God and sin so I want to end this right here I might add to it later go to the description watch the videos read what I've got in the description please I love you Please turn back to love of truth. Please turn to the scripture. Turn to Jesus Christ and repent. Not only for yourself, but for your families. Return to Jesus Christ so your family can see the change in you that will make them want to turn back as well and work out your salvation with fear and trembling. This is going to be the last chance. We're, we are at the end of the last chance for you to do so. Every time I come down here, there's strange traffic. But anyway, Father in heaven, I love you guys. Uh, Father in heaven, I pray that you bless those that listen to this, that you minister their hearts, that you... Open their eyes, Father. You remove the blindness as they open the Scripture. That you remove the plugs from their ears so that they can hear your voice. That you speak to their hearts and guide them, Lord, into a deep relationship with you so that you can provide them protection and sustenance in these times, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love you all. i got to end this here.